When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Episode number 12 of the Highly Unapologetic Podcast. And tonight, we are missing two of our regular hosts. Uh, Steven uh, is not here because he had to work. And uh, Jason was supposed to be here. And uh, let's not tell why he's not here right now. Let's go ahead and introduce our special guest tonight. Uh, Everybody in the flag world, everybody uh, close to him, anybody who knows him. Uh, just knows him as Sauce. What up? Sauce, welcome to the pod. And uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get into why Jason's not here. Uh, as everybody knows, Jason uh, long ago, long ago, long ago started uh, the Grinches with me. And Sauce and his team, the Rockers, uh, were one of the teams that we played first, second, third season. Knew them very well. And Jason was not a fan <laughs> of sauce. Not many people were. Not nice. a lot of. I mean, let's be <laughs> not honest. People, not, not too many people. Not were. a lot of people were a big fan of sauce uh, on the football field. But I can say this: football field sauce and real life sauce are two totally different people. <laughs> but true. but I like both of them. I got a I got a crazy balance of both when. Uh, Paul invited us, me and Jones, to uh, play with the Red Zone Rockers. Poaching. poaching yeah, we just poached poaching. us. And uh, we went over and, and ended up playing with them. And, and, you know, Paul begged and begged and begged for Jason to come over. And Jason said, nope, it's not going to happen. I'm not going over to play with them. I can't stand <laughs> sauce. It could be that I was probably going to make him run sprints, like maybe straight flies. And according to him, he doesn't like to run straight flies. It could be. One of those things that could probably could have happened. I mean, that's 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 a good that's yeah, it's a good thought. Jason, I need you to run a nine. It's a good thought, but let's just say Jason hated football sauce. Jason hated the trash talk. Jason hated the bad attitudes. Jason just hated everything about it. So when Jason texted that he couldn't come. Jason knew Sauce was going to be here. Man. Jason knew. I mean, he knew. I just wanted to tell him I found Jesus. It's it's different now. Is it different, it, though? No. <laughs> it's not. Hey, dude, so <laughs> at work the other day, I told him, I said, I'm going to put Sauce right next to you. He's a different dude. And Jason, no, nah, no, nah, you know, it's cool. It's cool. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to beef with and so we had this big, me and Sauce had this big elaborate plan for Sauce to come in here and squash the beef, mm-hmm. and he was going to do it's gonna it. going to be with, a man about it. Yeah, it's getting a man up. <laughs> it's going to be a Put, glorious thing, something the, that's long well overdue. And how are you going to do it? Well, you know, I mean, if I had to, if I had to get down on one knee, propose to this man and be like, look, I know we've had our problems in the past, but I'm a different man, baby. I'm a different man. Love me for who I am. Not for what I was. Okay, so what he was really going to do is he's going to put on some Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> Straight up, he's going to put on some Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> Best rap group in the game. Best rap group in the game. I need to stop. They are not. They're not. Uh, let's see. They collaborated with who? Mike Jones. Uh, who? Let's see. Uh, Sean Paul. Uh, let's see who else. Brittany 
freaking Spears. Who collaborates with Britney Spears? Nobody. Not in the rap game. Not in the rap game. Because she sucks. And, and she's crazy. And she's real crazy. Okay. So she'll, she'll shave your head on you. Like she'll so, shave your head. So give me some good points about Yin Yang Twins. Uh, you just gave me a club, whole bunch of nothing. Uh, club bangers. Are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure about 99% of your listeners either conceived their first child to their music oh, or possibly uh, or possibly met their woman to that music. Oh, no. Uh, um, I got my hands on my knees and my my bows on my thighs stop it. are you are you kidding me right now we're we're done with yin yang twins for the night i'm not i'm not going <laughs> please, any further please no, no, no. please send the feedback on yin yang twins if you agree with me please please put some comments on this facebook page when he posted it that yin yang twins are a legit rap group all right been around for a while and where'd they go well i'm sure one of them's on parole one's on Still paying child support somewhere. Can't make it back on, make it back on the line. I mean, it happens. It okay, happens. so I'm gonna go ahead and end the yin yang talk, <laughs> yin yang twins talk right there. I'm I'm done. <laughs> We're not doing it anymore. So what else you got? Uh, God, I mean, yin yang twins was probably my main selling point. To Jason, uh, we're to over Jason. Jason right now. We're, He's I'm, not even here. I'm a little disappointed because he left me on the altar. He left me on the altar. He he left me there waiting. I was in my 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 Sunday best. Uh, you're in a Stark in the street shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take it back. And he got Magneto under it. <laughs> I'm in a comfortable shirt. All right, a fat man shirt. Where if I got left here sweating in this off in this little studio, that I'd be comfortable in, and it's still a bad choice. <laughs> but thanks, Jason, for letting me. Be here from 8.30 to whatever time we're recording. I, I lost track of time. So my favorite thing the other day when, when you and I were talking about you coming over here, you said Iron Man was going to make an appearance. Oh. And I got super excited. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little let down right now. I'm sorry. Uh, Can you imagine me trying to walk into this studio and I, I probably – I probably wouldn't have made it in. I probably would have about pulled over somewhere or cops probably would have passed by. We are. We uh. <laughs> We got Magneto instead, and he's still not even doing that. But the story behind the Iron Man is uh, Sauce was playing. Brownsville for, tournament. Was was playing with New Era down in Brownsville for state. It was and, cold. Uh, and <laughs> it was he, cold. No, was it, sta- it, was was it, cold. was it the state tournament or was it, it just was, uh, Lunchboxes tournament? Uh, both. I wore them on both. Okay, I think. But I think I went full Iron Man and Lunchboxes tournament. And so it was a. Against Lunchbox. It was a, it was a full. Side spandex suit <laughs> iron man and that's all sauce is playing in needless to say hey it was under armor brand all right so it wasn't no knockoff iron man this was a legit iron man spandex under armor suit made me look good made me feel fast and so now i need to get sauce to send me those pictures because here's the thing about sauce sauce is uh probably the most loyal listener that we have on the podcast. He sends me feedback. He sends me comments. And he sends me comments like he's listening to the show live. Like I can actually just <laughs> fix it. I, so, I can, so I can fix it right there. Let me but live I, in my world, Adam. I, Let me live in my world. I, I, it's your world, man. We're just living in it. <laughs> yes, you are. But uh, yeah, so now I'm going to get Sauce to send me this picture of him in his full-fledged <laughs> spandex Iron Man suit. It's gonna be front and center on the Instagram page, front and center mm-hmm. on the on the Facebook page, so everybody can enjoy Iron Man sauce. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. Try not to tear up. Uh, we won't we tear love up. You. We love you three thousand. Make sure you put that on there. Oh no. Yeah, just put that on there. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to go ahead and get into Magneto right now, we can do that too. I mean, if you want to see this shirt from Magneto. Take it all off. I don't have the pants for it, so, you know, look at this beautiful thing right here. And then you got the cape. Like, look at this. And these are my actual abs. These Stop are it. my actual all right, abs. All right, now now sit down. Oh, and no, let's, no. And let's <laughs> Now sit no, down. No, it's just a regular fat person t-shirt. Yeah, no, you're definitely, definitely Magneto, but. It's a lot cooler. Welcome it's to the podcast, cooler. everybody. Yeah. Magneto. So, uh, <laughs> summer's here. What you got planned, man? I know you're a big baseball fan, just like me. I love that. Uh, who's your team? Uh, Detroit Tigers, unfortunately. But uh, wait a minute, time out. Are they really? Yeah. 
I thought you were a Braves fan. No, I just uh, have this hat on. Uh, my stepdad who passed away last year was a big Braves fan. And um, I just I saw this hat when I was actually leaving my mom's house for lunch today. And I just decided to just grab snagged it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, any baseball games planned for the summer? I know you went to one, what, last week? Yeah, I went to a Houston Astros game. It was nice. Uh, I plan on going again probably maybe next month, beginning of next next month. I know we talked about going to an Angels game. Yeah, I'm there. So uh, hopefully we can get that scheduled up I'm and definitely head there. that way. But uh, Masi went to the first for his <laughs> first game, right? Uh, second game. He right. actually, when he was one, uh, we went to go watch a Giants game Okay, in Against San who? Francisco. Uh, they played uh, They played the Dodgers. Oh, that's a good one to mm-hmm. go to. I'm glad y'all didn't get beat up. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, it was in San Francisco. They were a little who's, bit nicer there. Whose gear were you wearing? Uh, none, because that was a unplanned trip. We just decided to go since they were playing. So uh, we showed up, and you know me, I had to eat the stadium food of their specialty. So their specialty was actually French fries with like a whole bunch of garlic on it. Apparently, they're known for like their garlic fields in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly enough. So they have these awesome giant garlic fries. They're so freaking delicious. One thing I can appreciate about sauce, like one of the top things, the top things that I can appreciate <laughs> about fatty. sauce is his love. I mean, for, I'm sorry, foodie. His love for food. <laughs> uh, we went over to Sauce's apartment one time. Carnegie Salad French fries. Carnegie Salad French welcome. fries. Yeah. You're welcome. Put me on that. I still eat those mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Think about sauce every time. But one thing sauce didn't do on the original Carnegie Salad fries that I put him onto, and he probably doesn't do it to the to this day too. Is the fried egg on top? I put the fried egg on there. Nope. It's just I am an I am a French fry connoisseur. I love, and that's probably the reason I'm all artery clogged now, and I'm fat Magneto like retirement home <laughs> Magneto. Um, but I love French fries. I mean, I have a passion for French fries. So, so delicious. I don't know what it is about all that starchy goodness. So when you go when you go get fast food, you go into Whataburger, McDonald's, wherever you go, I don't know. My decision's based on fries. Who is has it? the better fries? Like, I won't go to In-N-Out because their fries are hot garbage. Yeah. I so, mean, hot garbage. Here, here's my take on French fries, fast food. They're only good on the car ride home. When you're, yeah. when, when you're, you gotta wanting, have them hot. Yeah. When you want to munch on something on the ride home, you're hungry. You just got your food. You don't want to take it all the way to the house and finish it. You got a snack on something. That's the only time fast food fries are good. But then you get disappointed when you get home to eat your burger and you have no French fries. <laughs> you got like five it's or just, six left. That's why if you're like me, you plan ahead and you buy an extra one. That's a true story. That's you a true just story. buy an extra one. So, so who has who has the best French fries? My son and I talk about oh. this all the time. Who has the best fast food French fries? So I love crinkle cut fries. Okay. Oh, because they just have more potato in them okay. rather than the small, thin, shoestring cut fries. Right. And lately, a Hometown Burger okay. has really good French fries, and they're hot always every time, and they have this seasoning on them. I don't know what it is, but it's delicious. My my only beef with Hometown Burgers is there's one downtown close to work, or past downtown on the south side close to work. Mm-hmm. On military? And, yeah, on military, and uh, we go there. Uh, sometimes for lunch, and by the time the burger gets back to the house for us to eat, it's soggy. The bun is soggy. It's and a good greasy burger to eat there, there not so much yeah, on the way home. It's definitely not a take-home burger. But, yeah, I agree with uh, crinkle cut fries. That's why I like Raisin cane fries. Oh, that's another good one with their dipping sauce. Yes, with the That just sauce. makes it a little bit better. But I, being an Aggie, uh, I'm sorry I eat Lane's and his canes. So You eat what now? Lane's, bro. What is Lane's? Uh, are you a true Aggie? Or are you just one of those? Uh... I'm a t-shirt fan, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so go okay, ahead. So, so tell me about right. Lanes. So there's a place in College Station. Uh, Chucko, if you're listening to this, I know you understand what this is. But there's a place called Lanes. And um, Lanes is this small thing. It's just like Canes. It's, exa- it's actually exactly like Canes. So what happened was the one of the people that was working at Lanes at the time, they actually took the recipe from Lanes and created Canes. It's Are the, you serious? It's the exact same sauce. It's the exact same French fries and the exact same chicken strips. Lanes only has three things. You can get a two-piece chicken strip, 
a three-piece chicken strip or a chicken sandwich, and that is it. That's awesome. That is all they have. So, so at every Aggie game, they got sponsored by Canes because Canes got so big. So the biggest thing when you went to an Aggie game and they showed the promotional on the board, it was Eat Lanes, Hiss Canes. So every time you go to an Aggie game and you see a Canes <laughs> promotion, everybody hisses. So, okay. yeah, but Lanes, if you ever go back, if you go to a College Station game, I'm sure me and you can go to one. We'll go eat at Lanes. There's only like two of them, I believe, All over right. there. And they are always packed. And it is it is probably about not like ten times better than Canes because it's actually the same thing. It's probably about five times better than Canes. Five times. Yeah, but same stuff, same okay, sauce so, and everything. Okay, so then Canes and Lanes, we know where you stand there. Where do you stand with Zaxby's? Never even had it. Okay, so we'll have to go over to uh, Cibolo one time and eat it. Uh, it's, it's. Do they have one in San Marcos? Yeah, there's one in San Marcos. Right? Yeah. Uh, but same thing, chicken, chicken strips, but they've got wings as well, and they're actually they're actually really good. And I am a, I'm a guy who I'll judge you based on your wing choices. Hmm. And so the wings, when I go there. I have to get them naked because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a sauce uh, brat. Mm-hmm. You know, if the sauce isn't good, whatever. You don't want your breading to soak up that sauce and just kill it pretty much. Well, I don't want my wings breaded, period. Period. You I got just, a problem with breading? I want them naked, fried crispy. Just like I like my ladies. And stop it. <laughs> and so we, <laughs> I, I guess Amy's fried crispy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, hey, Amy. Different sauce anytime. Stop it. Stop. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Stop. Sorry. This is a family show. It is. But uh, we, uh, yeah, we need to go out there. But it's the same sauce. Like Zaxby sauce is the same, except it's it's uh, manufactured like uh, ketchup at at Whataburger. Mm. But the but the wings, you get them naked, man, and and then dip them in the ranch. Let me tell you my thing though with restaurants like that, where they have multiple items. Like I need you to be perfected in one. Yeah. I think that's why I really like Lance's. You literally only have three choices, right? Because they perfect those three choices. When you have chicken strips, I guess you can go say they're boneless essentially, right? Uh, compared to the wing and or the bone-in wings, they're strips, man. Yeah, yeah, they're they're literally strips. But I need you to like if you're gonna give me take me to a good place that has like what you expect as the good the right. best wings. They need to perf- like. Perfect in that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of that, there's a place up in um up in Roanoke, Texas. That's you know north of north of Fort Worth on mm-hmm. 35, and uh, they've got a place there called Babes. And you go to Babes like on a Sunday after church or whatever. Be prepared to wait. Really. Uh, and basically, what you do is you you go in, you sit at your table. You don't really have a choice on your sides. They're going to bring you all the sides, and Basically. Wait, wait, so you get all the sides or you get specific you get, sides? You get all the sides, which is like three or four. Oh, they wow. bring them out. <laughs> like, wait, 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 like little portions? Wait. No. Sorry, my bring... fatty's coming okay, out. Okay, so me. so have you ever been to Salt Lake in Driftwood? Yes, yes, okay, yes. so Saltwood. Where they just give you everything. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they bring it in a big bowl. Right, this, right, this right. Is, they're doing the same thing. Okay. They're bringing all the sides out to you, and you literally have two choices of protein. <laughs> you pick fried chicken. Or chicken fried steak. Oh, that's that's a hard choice too. It is a hard choice, and it's delicious. Well, that's well for me. That's why I have Amy. I make her get the other choice. So right. Yeah. So I can y'all just do eat it. her food. I mean, yeah. she y'all can get a right. bite. She, she eats tiny bits, little sure. bit, tiny bites, little yeah, tiny absolutely. bites. Absolutely. So, <laughs> in this place, like I said, man, if you're going to go on a Sunday after church or something, mm-hmm. be prepared to wait because the line is out the door. You're gonna wait. They close at two o'clock. Is the only time to go on Sundays? Is that what I'm hearing? Because I feel like Sunday is the biggest place time to go. Well, dude, I haven't been in so long, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell. I can't remember. But when I was living up there in Denton, Denton's probably 20 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, man, we would go there all the time, but mm-hmm. we'd always go Sunday afternoon. So what's your take on Wayne's Wings? Trash. Yeah? Yeah. So Wayne's Wings, and and I've mentioned it here on the Mm-hmm. On the podcast before, Wayne's Wings breads their wings. I don't like that. Uh, the sauces are trash. And I'm not going to wait an hour and a half for wings <laughs> that are supposedly the best in town and are trash. So Wayne's Wings, hot garbage. They're okay. I'm I, not going to say they're awful because they're they're pretty they're, – they're good. They're, they're not the worst that I've had. They're not like domino wings. You know what I mean? They're, they're decent. I would actually eat Pizza Hut. 
wing streak wings uh, dude, before I, I would. I can't stand wing streak wings. Be, before I would eat Wayne's wings ever again. I can't stand them. They're trash, man. Really? They're yeah. trash. If I'm gonna wait an hour and a half, I better be getting gold plated, <laughs> delicious wings, gold flake on yes, your wings. Please. Absolutely. <laughs> but what I heard about them is they'll actually. Uh, they're not taking and making the orders from the tickets, the order that they come in. They're just picking an order, you know, oh, really? so you know whatever, whatever. Organization? Yeah, organization is trash. So you ever invite me to eat wings and you want to take me to Wayne's Wings, I'm out. I'll go across the street and get a burger at McDonald's or something. Oh, that's yeah, low. That's how trash they are. <laughs> that's, that's They're trash, low. dude. I mean. They're trash. I cannot stand them. Like, I'd rather eat Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop. Ooh. Way before that. I mean, Wing Stop I can deal with. Yeah, I can. Buffalo Wild Wings are kind of going downhill. No, actually, they started rebranding. Oh, did they? And uh, the wings are a lot bigger now. Oh, nice. They could they could rebrand the sauce, the sauces. I mean, the only one I like there is like Asian Zing. So. Uh, they got a good bourbon honey mustard. And it's not honey mustard at okay. all. Like <laughs> okay. the, the first time I had it, my mom was with my mom uh, up in Mississippi. And she got it, and I said, "Dude, that doesn't." Because you had me at bourbon, and then you lost me at honey mustard. Well, the honey mustard—I I like honey mustard, but not on wings. And so when she got it, I was like, "That sounds disgusting." And then she let me try one, and they're actually really good. And so, hmm. you know, getting into this wing talk, now I need some wings. I think I'm gonna <sighs> kind of hungry now. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be doing that tomorrow. Get some wings. Uh, but uh, what else, man? You got any got any summer plans? Did you ever get into any uh, summer hijinks when you were growing up? I know, no. I, know, I know you had to. I know your cousin Gabe. Yeah, you don't want to put us together and I know, at any age. And I know how you two are together. And so I know growing up there had to be some kind of hijinks. Um, yeah, I mean, from the early ages of 10 and 13, because we are about three years apart, um, what I can remember is you know, when we were younger, you would be left at home with your grandparents because, you know, summer vacation, nobody wants to pay for for you to go to some after school activity. It, it was just too expensive for us back in the day. So everybody got left at the house. And one day it was just me and Gabe. And, you know, you left us there by yourself. Everybody left and we woke up. Nobody was there. We decided to see what fireworks did in oh, yeah. water. Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't believe at the time that firecrackers could be waterproof. So we thought they were actually lying what was saying on the box. So naturally, you had to test it out, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so we tested it. <laughs> so we tested it out. Um, we couldn't find anything to put water in to drop it in that seemed that pretty much proof for error. So if something were to happen, how could we get rid of this as evidence of us doing this as children? So we said no to the sink. We said no to the mop pail, which now that I think about it as I'm older, probably would have been our the best choice. The mop pail probably would have been a good choice. <laughs> our best, best choice. Outside of the house. Uh, yeah, and seeing us, we were still inside of the house, so probably <laughs> that probably still would have ended up bad. But we were like, hey, let's do it in the toilet. Because if it does go off and it still continues to burn, we can flush it down before it pops. And we're, we're safe. What's going to happen other than oh, popping in the, in the drain? Okay. So what happened? So we looked at each other. We came to the agreement that we were going to do it. And to this day, of course, Gabe will say that it was my fault. But um, I lit it. I threw it in there. And to our surprise, it just kept sparkling. So in our panic, we went and flush, 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 flush. That sucker went around in circles, didn't make it, and boom, blew out the bottom of that toilet. <laughs> Pour slid water everywhere. You should have seen our face, Adam. So, you should have seen it. Oh, I would pay good money to see that. But <laughs> my question now is what size firecrackers were y'all using? Um, I believe they were the M60s that oh, were waterproof. I mean, I'm sure I could have blown out half the the uh, neighborhood. If apparently, okay, so this is what I found out afterwards that if it actually would have made it inside the drain, oh, you would have messed the whole system. The up. whole neighborhood, everybody's pipes would have blown up, and it would just been a massive issue caused by us. I mean, we're talking about pipes underground would have yeah, blown yeah, up. We yeah. would have had leaks in this in the front yard, backyard, neighbors. And, um, you know, San Antonio's uh, water system is not, 
you know, foolproof in any way. So if something's going to blow up, everybody's going to blow up. Yeah, that's what that's where I was headed. That's where I was headed. You know, y'all probably lucked out that it was only like a, a toilet, a toilet instead <laughs> yeah. of a whole sewage system. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, now that I think about it, you think of um, uh, what movie is it where that guy's sitting on the toilet and uh, they blow up the, the tube and he just flies up in the air because the water pushes him up. Oh man, I can't remember that movie. I'm gonna have to look it up. But so yeah, I think my neighbor doing that. You know, he's just sitting on the toilet in the morning, just to, you know, woke up, getting his morning problems out of the way, <laughs> and then boom, <laughs> the water just starts spraying. He gets bidet. You know, his bathroom just turns into a bidet. It's like you're welcome. I just you know gave you a little taste of the French life. I think that's the first time I've ever heard it called the morning problems. <laughs> hey man, you get all your stress out. You know your bad dreams. Oh. They just all bodied up inside you. Oh no, that's not morning problems. That's morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your morning. Uh, I'm telling you, it's stress relief. It's I, stress relief. I, that's one of my favorite morning routines. Just get get all the demons out. I mean, I call it the three S's. Or as nah, long as you do one of the S's in the morning. We don't morning. we don't curse on this show. I'm sir. not saying I'm saying okay. shower. I'm saying snooze, like you snooze the alarm. Okay. You know, um, I won't say the other one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so shaving. I yeah, mean, shaving. There you go. There's 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 S's that you do in the morning. Yeah, the three S's. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, y'all y'all probably got lucky, but we did the same thing, man. I grew up in a, in you know I've said it before in this little town called Stephenville. And I had a buddy. Uh, Sounds like there's not a lot to do in Stevensville. There's, there's <laughs> not really when you're when you're that young. But uh, I had a buddy named Joel, and I met Joel. I think in fifth grade we played baseball together, and Joel lived out in the country. And uh, in Stevensville, the fireworks stand stayed open year round. Like you could go on a random Tuesday. Oh wow! August second. Year round. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It was amazing. I mean, amazing, and you're going to create problems like for and your, so for your town. We would, we would, we would roll up every weekend, and and I spent the night out at Joel's place so often that they started knowing us at the at the fireworks stand. And <laughs> so, like, oh, Mister Walker, yeah, <laughs> we'd, your, we'd go, we'd, we'd go there and put. You know, twenty, forty bucks down, take home a whole bunch of black cats and M sixties. Which fireworks weren't expensive back then. No, not compared at all. to now. And it was it it if I remember correctly, it's like buy one, get twenty free. <laughs> you know, of the black cats, a little ten yeah, packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we're we were walking home with a big old grocery sack full of M sixties. Yeah, big M sixties and, and black cats. But he had a he had a tank of water on his land. And uh you know, there were BB guns. You weren't and, fishing, right, with the M60s? Throw them in there? Hope for some fishes to pop up? No, what we would do is we would go out to the tank of water late at night with a flashlight, and we'd kind of stun them with the light. Uh, and I'm talking about turtles and <laughs> oh, uh, my God. turtles and frogs. <laughs> and uh, those those M60s, when the, when the turtles are up in their shell, fit perfectly in the head hole. Oh, my God. And so we would, we would be shoving these M60s down these turtle shells. And, and I'm talking about, dude, there were tons of turtles in this little tank. You better hope PETA doesn't uh, get a hold of this podcast. Call me. Yep. Call me. My name's Adam. <laughs> I don't care. And I'm going to laugh when I tell them this story to their face. <laughs> when I replay it. And so, man, we were blowing up those turtles. Uh, we'd catch frogs, the little the little frogs like this. Okay. I mean, I mean, you squeeze their cheeks, their little mouths pop open, you shove a black cat down <laughs> in there. But you had to do that one quick. Oh, yeah. You can't hold on to them and do it or and whatever. You blow your finger off. Yeah, blow you your finger off. John St. Pierre or whatever his name but, is. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the things we were doing. If we couldn't catch any uh, any little animals like that, dude, we were blowing up uh, cow turds. Just shove it all like what? We, what you know the black is going on in this town? You know the black cats came with that longer, the longer wick, the stem, and you could, yeah. you could blow all of them up together. So we'd put like you ten, start tying them together, yeah. like you're some kind yeah. of demolitionist yes. and Rambo. So we, so we had a long wick and like twenty, thirty black cats down in this cow turd. Wait, wait, was there like? Cow turd casualties. I mean, like spray everywhere. Yeah. Would you go home covered in cow turd? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. We, we got you out. Got of the distance. Way. Yeah, we got out of the way. But uh, yeah, that was a, that was a, <laughs> that was something Joel and I were into, man. If we weren't if we weren't terrorizing the uh, the neighbor animals or whatever with BB guns <laughs> and uh, chasing them down on our bikes or whatever, man, you could catch us with a pocket full of M60s. And you would see a whole bunch of dead frogs and, and turtles around that little tank. 
like I can't see those turtles. Like I guess me physically thinking about it or mentally thinking about it, I don't know how those turtles, poor turtles, would react with an M six. Like okay, what you the... shove it in their their neck hole, right? right? Let me let me just picture this. Let me let me put let me paint this picture. So you shove. Okay, here's your turtle, right? You got this M sixty. Do you scare their head back into their shell, well, or so they're did, naturally once you pick them up, they kind of yeah. Like, once you once you pick them up, they kind of they, they just kind of yeah they sink they back in, head on into their shell. Yeah, so all you literally have is a shell, and these okay. and they're they're little. They're not big. And you're holding the shell, right? You're holding the shell until it's about to blow, and then you kind of <laughs> drop it where you can watch you don't, it. You don't Fourth of July that bad boy and just throw it up in the air because you want to see the whole thing blow up, <laughs> and so. Well, plus you. Do, I don't know if the turtle is strong enough to like poke its head out of the shell and then. Well, that was my other thing. Is okay. You're sticking it in their towards their head area in that yeah. hole in a little socket. I would think the turtle would be like, okay, what the hell is this? Let me get this out of here. Yeah, let me let me push but it I'm, out. But it seems so. like he's just accepting his fate and right. just taking it. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> that's a, that's absolutely one hundred percent what he's doing. Is accepting his fate and I and I hold on to it till the last minute so that. He's still scared and he's not trying to push it out. Like he doesn't know what's going on. That sounds horrible. And then as soon as it as soon as it goes off, you drop it onto the concrete or put it on the tree stump that we had out there. And watch it. But the, the this, that tree stump could tell stories. Oh man, it tell a <laughs> it tell a bunch of stories. It'd get me in trouble today. But uh the disappointing thing was those M60s. I, I, I turtle shells are durable, I think, because those M60s <laughs> wouldn't like it, it, they weren't. Wouldn't blow, do anything. They weren't blowing. Obviously, like, stronger than porcelain toilet. Oh yeah, <laughs> but obviously, you know these these uh, these turtle shells they weren't blowing into a hundred pieces. They're cracking, and those turtles were <laughs> definitely dead. Oh well, yeah, I but, would hope so. Poor but, thing. But uh, <laughs> pretty much blew their heads off. And you're talking about you're talking about fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. Oh, three years. That's like a hundred turtles, man. Yeah. Plus, dude. And we used to go. Is the out... population in what is it, Stevensville, right? Stevensville is the population of turtles like pretty much extinct, or at that tank it is. <laughs> it had to be. It had to be. I don't. It, it, and it was crazy too because we would go out in the middle of the night, and that's when that's when a lot of the uh, the frogs would come out and hop out. You know, they're on the bank of the water, and uh, I would shine the light. And Joel would get right up on it with a pellet gun and bop, and that thing would blow up. The wait, the frogs. The frogs, yeah. What kind of pellet gun is he shooting? He had. It wasn't. Was a, it like the BBs or was it actually like the pellets? Well, when we when I first started to go out and uh, spend a night at his house on the weekends, it was one of those pump ones. He had to pump it like right, ten right, times and right. then bop, and then he got a new one and it was a brake barrel. And he just oh nice. He just shoved the pellets in there and bop. Yeah, uh, the pellet guns growing up. Those were a lot of fun for us during summertime. Yeah. Let me tell you, we had one. Me and Gabe, uh, Gabe's dad actually bought him one, and it was a Remington, and it was actually like a pellet, not so much the round BBs. And this thing, I was told when I was younger, pump it two times is enough to kill the bird. Pump it three times, we kill a rhino. So I remember one time we were like, the 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 biggest thing about being in summer and at Grandpa's house is you don't shoot his birds. Yeah, you do not shoot the birds if you shoot the birds you you get the wit later on yeah and of course we didn't listen so we were like one two and then when you get to that third one i mean you're struggling just struggling to snap it in and snap it finally snaps in and you're like yeah this bad boy's ready so you take an aim this poor bird's just chilling on the fence no houses in the back so you know we're free to shoot you hit this poor bird and boy howdy man explode like uh, Randy Johnson hitting him with a nine uh, hundred mile per hour baseball. <laughs> that thing just exploded. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's the same thing we did. We uh, we would go looking for different birds to shoot, and Joel was a better shot than I was. Joel could, you know, we'd have fireflies mm-hmm. or not fireflies, um, dragonflies flying Ooh. around that tank as well. And one would land, and Joel would blast that thing. Joel really? Joel had such that's a good aim. Yeah, he was a he was a real good shot. And, uh, but yeah, we'd go, we'd go shooting birds that we probably weren't supposed to be shooting <laughs> and, uh, endangered just, animals, you know, just, why not? just throw them in the tank when we're done, whatever. <laughs> yeah. When I was in, when I was in high school, uh, we used to, we, we had this, uh, family, uh, quote unquote friend, uh, that we would go over to his, his house to swim in his pool. He lived in the same neighborhood that we did. And uh, he had a pellet gun, one of those pump action mm-hmm. pellet guns by his door, by his back door. And uh, he would shoot the grackles 
in his backyard. The grackles. I'm sorry, I'm not aware of grackles. Uh, there's like the the blackbird that's annoying. Oh, the crackles. Yeah. I didn't know it had a G in it. I thought it was a G. Is it a, I don't, is it I, a C? I think it's a C. Whatever it is, it's a black bird. <laughs> and and they would they would come to his yard in flocks and he would just oh, yeah. he would just plow them down. It's like when you go to H E B and they're just all there ready to poop right. on your car. And so he he uh was out of town, him and his wife were out of town. It is an older older man and his wife and uh he would let us go over to the house and do work. Uh, for extra cash, you know, right. whatever. And so I went over there one day to mow his lawn, and he was not there. They were out of town, whatever. So I got a hold of his pellet gun, and I was just sitting in his kitchen, door wide open, mowing down these crackles. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then and then a blue jay, not a blue jay, a cardinal, jumped on his bird feeder, and I was like. Oh man, I want to shoot that. Those thing were to... sacred. Yeah, those are sacred. Blasted it though. Oh, I blasted it though. I never touched those. I, I, like, I knew I would get beat the heck I, if I did one of those. I was uh, like sixteen or seventeen years old. Blasted that thing down, and there was. Did you a, feel any remorse after that? I no, the not only, even a little bit. The only thing that that uh, that was running through my mind is what do I do with this, and <laughs> <laughs> where do I hide this? Yeah, and back behind his house, there was a little airstrip. Like uh, there was no there was no houses behind him. It was a little airstrip mm-hmm. for uh, for little itty bitty planes. Mm-hmm. And so I got some paper towels because I did not want to touch it with my bare hand. And I went out the back gate. Why put your fingerprints on the crime, right? Right. And so I put I put you know I picked it up with some uh, paper towels. I walked it out the back gate and I chunked it into that airfield as far as I could. And that was the last I saw of heard of and remember you know until now you know i remember <laughs> that bird now but i haven't thought about it for you know 20 years now let it terrorize your nightmares now tonight it, it won't hope it makes you feel bad it won't shooting those poor cardinals yeah whatever <laughs> but that was that was that was some of the fun we had man is just put a pellet gun in your hand why does it seem like any kind of fun during the summertime has to do with any kind of explosives any kind of fireworks or pellet guns as a child, at least. As a child, because the kids these days, they're not getting into any kind of cool hijinks like that. They're just playing on their phones. They just don't want to go outside. Playing video sad. games. Uh, these these kids these days are a bunch of sissies. And <laughs> That is true. I mean, honestly, we're going to start calling these kids today Judy's. Because that's basically what they're, <laughs> a bunch of little girls, a bunch of, bunch of Judy's. And don't say that, you'll offend them. Don't care. <laughs> Holler at me, Judy. Yeah. All the Judys. All the Judys. All the Judys. Please stand up. <laughs> but you know, but yeah, the kids kids these days don't. They, man, I these kids wouldn't have lasted in in our day. I don't even know why they don't do it. It's not like they're gonna get hit. Right. Nobody gets hit anymore. Back mm-hmm. then, if I did something crazy, I was getting hit like whenever somebody got back home. These kids don't know what a spanking is these days. Uh, my son does. What the, we'll see. <laughs> my son does. You're a good dad. Yeah. He he hates me now, but he'll love me later. Yeah. And and the whole thing with spankings was it didn't it didn't hit me until uh I started spanking Riley. The whole saying, This is gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt it does. you. Ah, Let me absolutely. Tell you, it does. I feel so bad after I do yeah. it, but I know it's warranted that he needs to get this to understand that what he did wasn't right. wrong. But it does hurt the father a lot more. Well, I don't know. I guess emotionally it hurts the father knowing that you're hurting your son, essentially. Right. And that, that is tough. That is a tough part. What made it what made it tough for Riley was like Riley has man, he's been the homie for mm. the day he was born. And so when I used to spank him, he would literally start crying and he'd look up at me with those big blue no. eyes. And he's like, dude. He give you the puppy dog. Yeah, like, the, and it was it was a please. look and it was a look of dude. I thought we were cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought we were friends, no, man. No, no. The worst the worst part is, you know, you do it once, right? You give that spanking once because it's it's warranted. You never you never want to spank a child uh for anger, just in, in general anger. Just it has to just because you're annoyed. Right, right. It needs to be warranted. Right. Um but you know, if a child continues to out uh, just overact or just misbehave what i hate is my son right now he's he's having issues as in to understand that what you're doing is wrong so he does get the spanking it 
he's at that point where I think he understands what the spankings are. But when you when he knows he's doing something wrong, his first look is like, oh, like it's coming already. Uh-huh. As soon as he does it, like, oh, it's coming. Like he knows. Yeah. And me seeing that, that hurts me because that makes me feel like like he fears me because he knows that there's a spanking coming with what he did. But that also should tell you that you're doing something right because when he knows he does wrong, he's already expecting it. So he knows he's doing wrong. You've already been you've already been able to teach him, you know, the difference between what's right and what's wrong to to a certain extent for right. what a for what a three year old. Yeah. You know? But when Riley would look at me with those <laughs> dude, what I thought we were cool eyes. We were friends. He would then jump on my lap and like want to like hug on me and right. cuddle on me like why do you oh, do this that's like, yeah that's a, you're going, oh, it's like one of those things where after you're done you're like you want to hug you want to yeah. hug, hug this out there there was no choice i didn't have a choice in the matter i was getting the hug because he was he was spanking cry and then jump on the lap and like dip like bury his face into my chest and like wrap his arms around my neck and i'm like oh man isn't it funny that that's the way it is now where back then it was like I'm going to hit you, and then I'm going to walk away yeah. and figure it out yourself. So, yeah. But when I got spanking, I got mad. I didn't want to be around anybody because I had four brothers or, or uh, a brother and, and two other uh, sisters mm-hmm. who, if I got a spanking, I might get made fun of. You know, it was, it was embarrassing right. for me to get a spanking, you know, because I didn't know what was about to come from the siblings, you know. I guess for me, it was a little bit different because I was an only child. Right. And my discipline came from my grandparents not having a father when I was growing up. And it came from my grandparents and my aunt, who was always home and uh-huh. basically taking care of me. Um, do you remember Ren and Stimpy? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the part when they were sitting in space and he started eating the soap? No. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember Okay, that. well, he starts eating the soap basically in space because he's going crazy, right? So my aunt, I guess she heard me cuss, and I, I don't remember why I cussed. I just cussed. So she, you know, back then it was like soap in your mouth, you know, to make you yeah. not say that. Me thought it was, you know, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, you know, this stuff, I'm old enough. I don't, shouldn't be having to be treated this way. And it was funny because, you know, she gave me the soap. She's like, put it in your mouth. And me being stupid, it's like. Oh, fine. I've seen Ren and Stippy. I know what to do with this. And I just start chewing on that soap. <laughs> and I just start chewing it and spitting it out. And afterwards, of course, after tasting all that nasty stuff and it stays in your teeth, you can't really brush it out because it just suds up when you brush it. It was the worst idea I've ever done in my life. You know, you know I, I don't I don't recall thinking this when I had my mouth washed out with soap, but it was always bar soap. Yeah, um, it's always like bar soap. Was it a new pack or was it a used pack? Oh, <laughs> It might have had a little bit of hair on it. Oh no! So I don't, dude. I I could I sitting here right now thinking about it. I do not remember where my mom ever pulled that soap from. I don't know if it was the hand soap after you after you took a dump or oh, or if she pulled oh, it from the or if she pulled it from, from the, the shower. shower. No, no, oh, no. And I don't. Want Why to are you th- making me think of that I now? Want, God, I don't want to think of it now. But and Ooh. even to make things even worse. We, we, you know, it was already all dirty too from like the dirty hands and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Had the dirt already still on it. And so now I'm thinking about it and it was dial soap. It was that gross yellow dial soap. Uh. It wasn't. It wasn't good smelling dove. Harvest was like that safeguard. Remember that oh, cruddy safeguard no, that was just the worst on your skin, but they just bought it because it was super cheap. Oh yeah, it was like uh, the dial soap was the same way. Like you wash it off, and it was like it was not your skin was not smooth. No, at it all. was dry. Yeah, it yeah, hurt. Yeah, like, that's how the dial was, mm-mm. and that's how the dial left my mouth <laughs> when uh, when I had to have my mouth washed out with soap. Ugh. But. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know what I would do if I had to watch Riley wash his mouth that with soap. <laughs> luckily, luckily, he's not a kid who who cusses or, or anything good. like that. So I I haven't had to experience that. But I I feel like I feel like it would be on one hand hilarious to watch just because Riley is pretty funny, right? But then it'd make me feel bad again. I think that's something you need to keep in your back pocket in case he does cuss. You yeah. go old school oh, yeah. and you put that soap in. I imagine I imagine he's gonna get to a point in time where he does, you know want to dabble in some cuss words and i'm gonna to have to set is. him straight mm-hmm. but uh right now like he, he he'll get on to you that's good if, if uh, anybody around him is is cussing he'll he'll say something to you yeah. but uh yeah. he's got some he's got some years left in him so i'm i'm sure it's coming it's but, something to look forward to i'm sure <laughs> i'm not looking forward to any kind of 
uh, hijinks from Riley that will. What's the saying? Whatever you did's gonna come back twice as twice as bad. Dude, he's already turning into me. <laughs> yeah, same thing. With like Mossy. it's it's gotten to a point where I have called and texted my mother just apologizing. I'm, Mom, I just want you to to know, <laughs> I'm sorry, and it's my apology that leads into me telling my mother what Riley did, and her just kind of laughing, you see, know. Yeah, uh, and see, coming with that is like. You know, we talk about, you know, the the saying is, you know, your child, whatever you did, is going to come back twofold. And thinking of stuff that I did also, um, that happened where I I took my uncle's truck and ran it into his garage because I didn't know how to drive stick. I was only 15 or 16 and he lived on an incline and I could not get that bad boy to save my life (laughs) in that incline. I just kept kind of giving it gas but it wasn't going i didn't know to let off the clutch a little bit when i gave it gas and you know i i gave it a lot of gas and just rapidly let it off the clutch and right into that garage door and i think about him like oh my gosh my son one of these days he's gonna run my vehicle (laughs) into my garage door it is going to happen i know it is i kind of hope that when that does happen You've hit your midlife crisis, and it's a Corvette, <laughs> oh. or it's you know, it's a it's a sports car that the kid isn't even allowed to look at. Don't even look at it. <laughs> don't touch it. I don't even want you smelling it. I don't want you near <laughs> that car unless I invite you near the car. Don't even look at it. Just walk right past it. Just, just, just horse blind it. Put your hands to your side of your head yeah. and just keep walking straight. And walk to Mother's Minivan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> walk to that Nissan Quest. Just get over there. You get in that bucket seat and you sit down. Yeah. That, so that's that's kind of what <laughs> I. This hope. is your future car, not that Corvette. But to but to be completely honest with you, like I'm I'm terrified right now for when Riley gets into middle and in high school because that's, that's when the problem starts. That's where my problem started. <laughs> That's where I started getting. A, that's where I started getting a whole into a whole lot of trouble. Well, there's uh, more influencers when you get to that age compared to when you're at elementary school. You're still more sheltered. Yeah, you know everything's still innocent compared to middle school and high school, where it just gets a little bit more involved. Riley is going to be in the sixth grade this year, and this past year he had a little friend that was kind of an influencer, and he. You know, I would get the emails that he got in trouble today and this and that. And every time I asked him what happened, once once I finally got it out of him that he did get in trouble, you know, he would lie to me at first. And mm-hmm. then it's the, the dude. Dad I, talk, yeah, yeah, I know the answer already. And once he finally starts telling me the what went wrong that day, it was always one of his friends. It was a specific friend. And I'm like, dude, you got to stay away from that kid. Like, and, and this kid has been to my has been to my house before to spend the night and hang out with Riley. And he's a great my, kid when he's there right? at my house. I, and I even told his mom, he's welcome here anytime. I was that kid. He <laughs> is, he is fun to be around, yeah. but when he's at school, he's getting my he's son in trouble. And so I'm texting, uh, Riley's mother mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, you got to have a talk with this kid about, about this, you know, about his friend. Right. I said, because every time you ask me to deal with something that happens at school, it always starts with, well, me and, this person, you know, right. and uh, it's always the same kid. I'm like, dude. <laughs> now, so finally I tell him, like, it's cool to hang out with him at lunch and hang out with him and, and talk to him and joke around with him at recess. I said, but when you're in that classroom, I need you to stay away from that kid because he's going to get you in trouble. And he See, keeps and getting... you say it's like one of those things where it says, like, my mama said I can't play with you anymore. But it just, it just makes him want to hang out with them more. Uh, you know what? He can use me. Right. My daddy said he does not want me hanging. Yeah, I sure did say that. <laughs> I don't want y'all hanging out in class. You're, you turn into that parent. <laughs> yes, I've turned. Uh, dude, I'm turning into my dad. Oh, I'm turning into my dad. Not too bad. But no, it's not bad at all. My dad was a was a cool dude. My dad was was. Uh, you have to have discipline oh, as a father. Have to. Yeah, have you have to. to have it. If you're lax and lux, and you're either gonna get no respect or that child may turn out not. What you're needing him to be. Right. Jazz talked about it last week on the Father's Day episode. You know, his dad has two sides, and I, I think that's where I'm kind of settling in it. I've got two sides. Okay, cool. I've got, you know, my discipline side mm-hmm. where it's time to be serious. It's time, you know, to lay down some rules, and it's time to uh, enforce those rules and make sure you're following those rules. 
and then there's the homie side. Like, I like the homie side. That's cool and everything. But there has to be an on and off switch. And Riley's got to know that switch. Mm-hmm. Riley's got to know when I'm turning that off and on. And I think for the most part he does because he can he can tell the demeanor change. Yeah. He's he's old enough to to know when it's time to to get serious. See, and I've heard I've heard some stuff from my grandfather and my stepdad. And as I got older, I kind of understood what they meant because my stepdad, when we he really kind of never liked me from the beginning. He had his own son. His old son was older. Um, he really never spent time with his uh, son, like his real son. There's just a lot of animosity there. Yeah. So he treated me really pretty poorly, as I thought. Um, but again, I grew up without a father, so I was more free-reigning. I felt like I can do whatever I wanted, stuff like that. So he kind of had to rein me in. And I remember my grandfather telling me that, um, you know, when you become a father, it's going to be a lot easier for you to be strict first and loving later. Cause yeah. if you try to do the opposite, yeah. it's not going to work cause he's not going to believe you or they're not going to believe you. Yeah. You definitely, you definitely have to be uh strict dad mode first before, you know, as jazz calls it homie mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's definitely true. And uh, strict mode, Riley's Riley's actually, he's pretty good at chores around the house. Uh, and I always tell the my coworkers at home, like going home after four days with the kids at work and spending four days with Riley, it's like a welcome change of pace. Yeah. You well, know, Riley's a good kid, so well just and he's your son. I mean you know, for <laughs> you know, for example, uh these kids at work hate taking a shower. I don't know why. I think that's all kids nowadays. It's disgusting. <laughs> Take a shower. But you know, at work, you'll tell them, hey, you know, so-and-so, get in the shower, and they're going to give you a whole laundry list of, oh, well, I got to do this, I got to do that, I can't take a shower, and they're going to fight with you about it. Right. Over a shower. Get home, tell Riley, hey, dude, it's time to shower up and uh, start getting ready for bed. Yes, sir. Goes in, grabs his stuff, knows to brush his teeth, change his underwears, wash behind his ears, and uh, <clears throat> and it's not something that you have to tell him to do two or three times right you tell him to do his nightly routine it gets done right when he says it and it's a yes sir you need to give me i need to take some notes on that please hey (laughs) look all you got to do is teach them that when you catch their eye and you give them that look that you mean business that's got to put the fear of god in them he's got a little bit masi has a little bit that he sees me when he's messing with amy Mm -hmm. and he looks at me like he knows he's not supposed to like when he's hitting her i'm like massimo and he looks at me, he's like, ooh, I'm going to back off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Riley used to do that, and I think this is where uh, he learned what my what my face was, like you better quit messing around, was he'd be messing with his mother, and he'd look at me for approval. Right. And it was a... Mm-mm. Like he's playing around. Like he wants yeah. the approval, like, hey, I'm playing yeah, with yeah, mom. Yeah. Playing with mom, but you're doing it in the wrong way, right. so, so knock it off. And so funny story about that, we were actually... Uh, we were actually at a martial arts studio uh, seeing what the, the whole school was about. And they took us into this little room to kind of introduce him to uh, karate and martial arts and all this stuff. And it was a young, it was a young girl who was running this, uh, this whole studio. She was the, the sensei or whatever her name was, Miss Collins. She was great. Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> You can you can call me sensei, the podcast sensei. <laughs> yes, sensei. But uh, we were in that room, and and uh, she's kind of showing him some moves or whatever, and uh, his attention is is somewhere else, and he starts goofing around, and uh, <clears throat> I caught his eye, and he kind of got back in, you know, got back to business or whatever, and afterwards, uh, Miss Collins, who you know she's a real sweet sweet girl. Uh, she came to me. She was like, "That that look scared me." Like, <laughs> I, like I. That's got worse to... when like the other parents notice like your look and they're oh and yeah they're, they see it and they're like um. And that... so we had some we had some friends uh, that we went to church with who were taking martial arts at the same company but a different one, mm-hmm. and so they knew Miss Collins, and so we brought word spread. Yeah, so we. <laughs> 
So I was talking to Miss Collins one time about this couple and, and their kid. And so when she was over at that uh, at that studio mm-hmm. again and they were talking, uh, she brought me up and uh, she was like, you know, this is what he did. You know, he caught his eye and he gave him just this this ugly look, <laughs> this dirty look. And I got scared. You have and everything. a reputation now. And our friends from church look at her and go, uh, Adam? Like you're talking about Adam? Adam is the most laid back, hilarious guy we know. Like he, what? You're scared of him? Nah, he's a big old teddy bear. And so from then on, Miss Collins would just, when I would catch Riley's eyes, she'd just start laughing. Like it's, I don't know, man. It was, but it worked. It works with a 12 year old and it works with a 21 year old. So I'm going to, I'm going to ride that. I'm going to ride that look wave. I'd like to see if that would still work at, at that older age. Hey, man. That would be impressive. Our friendship has gone on this long. I think it can, it can last. Uh, <laughs> it can, he's, he's about to be 11. So 10 more years, 10 check more in. Years. Yeah. 10 more years, check in. The impressive thing is if we'll you, see. if it still works after that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Kid comes home from college acting a fool. <laughs> catches Give him a look. Yeah. Catches mm-hmm. eye. Because at that point, I feel like it's not going to be, it's not going to be taking video games away. It's not going to be a belt. You know, it's not going to be a spanking. It's going to be a fist fight. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and at that time, I hope he has the same attitude with me when I tell him, dude, I'll whoop you right where you stand that, you know, that my dad did. Like, that's you know, the one of like that's the one of the top 10 dad lines of all time, right? I'll whoop you where you stand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even it, though, you know, they're not like physically able to whoop you. You're not taking you, as a chances. child, as a child or as an older adult. When they tell you that, if that were ever come to blows, you. I'm guessing you would just let them hit you, right? Like yeah. you let them get their frustration out and you let them get their dues. You don't strike them because if you are physically stronger than that person, you're liable to knock them out. Yeah. And yeah, why yeah. do you want to destroy their ego like yeah, that? Right. Yeah. yeah. The old, old man ego is fragile. <laughs> yeah, real fragile. Especially after a fragile. left hook. <laughs> but you know, you know, they can't whoop you. So, but you're not going to take any chances anyway. And I hope Riley feels that way. Cause <laughs> I don't want him. Hey, I'm gonna whoop you right where you stand, and then him jab me in my nose. You know, break my nose like with, my mom. But did. with kids nowadays, they're gonna probably be like, "Okay, try." Or if he's your son, bet you won't. <laughs> or he'll just be a Judy like every other kid. Judy's, Judy's. He's gonna be a Judy. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we're about out of time, man. I appreciate you coming here. Yeah, man, anytime. Dude, it was a pleasure. Was, yeah, you're gonna. You'll definitely be on the show again. Uh, a couple things before uh, we head on out. Uh, Highly Unapologetic is uh, currently on a 40-ounce The Great Strike, so we're not shouting him out. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, okay? Let me hear this. We got this friend at work. His name is Armando. It yeah. already sounds horrible. Oh, it's great. With a name like Armando? Armando's there's, great. There's trouble. Armando's great. And do you see the shirt I have on? I do. It says Onyx 7. And I do see it. Okay, let me get my mic out of the way. Onyx 7, that's my boy Armando's uh, clothing line that he's starting. And over here to our right, I see it. we have the Onyx 7 Summer Fashion Showcase. <laughs> okay? All right. 40 Ounce the Great is putting on a fashion show for Armando. Nice. We got local designers. I see that. We got local models. All right. And we got local music artists. It's going to be this big deal. I see Jay Young on there. Will he show up? Are you going to be there? If I will be, want to want to want to take a poll and see if he shows up. Yeah, if I show let's, up, let's find out. If I will show up. Can I get an invite to this? Yeah. And well, if you can, give me a seat next to him. I'll find you a ticket. So I don't know if you see down here on this bottom right hand corner. Okay, I have been <laughs> I have been begging Forty to let me MC to let me MC this event. Is that okay? why you have a big old X across your name? So let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> I told him I will go buy a suit. I will go put money down to have my hair done. I'll have it braided up real nice. You know, I'll give, you know, I will do the works. I'll put some money down to do the works. I will not be in gym shorts and a t shirt for this event. <laughs> I promise I can get serious. I can tell some jokes. You can clean up. I'll clean up. I'll, I'll clean the whole act up. Let me emcee this. And we put, we put 40 on this show every week. Because I'm a firm believer in shopping local, supporting local. Right. Everyone eats, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And and it's a great intro, by the way. I mean, I, I loved it. It was yeah. a good one. So we're changing the intro. And as I did a, hear it. 
as long as we are on uh, on strike on strike with 40. So anyways, we're we're talking to this dude and he doesn't think I'm serious. Every time I ask him, dude, let me MC. Let me MC. Like it'll be great. I promise. Armando's even, yes, let Adam MC. Right. He's hilarious. Let Adam MC because he's funny. Let him do it. And so I had to write that in. I wrote MC on the uh you gotta put your name on the board. I put my name on the board. I put my rap name Big Keg on the board. I see it. And this and dude I'm just wanna tell you right now. From here, it looks like Big Red, and and it made more sense than Big Keg, but hey, hey, well, well, I I came up with Big Keg because forty ounce is the forty ounce, yeah, yeah, so he's yeah. a forty, so I'm I'm bigger You're the than keg. I'm the keg, okay. and so uh, he tells me after about three weeks of begging him at work, like, dude, let me do it, let me do it, nah, shut up, you're stupid, this and that, and I'm like, dude, I'm being serious, man, like, put me on, like I put you on, you know, everything. And uh, so finally he tells me he has somebody else. And Yikes. so so I came in today. And this is the first time I've been in the studio since he told me he uh, asked somebody else. And I put the X through my name by myself today. So. Closure. Closure. Un- until further notice, we are on. So there's a little bit of beef at the beginning of this show and then some more beef at the end. Yeah. You've got a two-course meal, sir. They can square up if they want. <laughs> Don't care. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead right now, and I'm going to put Onyx 7 on, uh, and I'll have a website. Y'all go check out. Check yeah, out. feel free to give me a shirt, too. I'll, I'll, I'll rep that. Check out check out some designs. He's he's just getting it started, so there's only like three or four or five shirts on there right now. They're oh, all nice. the same. It's just different colors. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll put that, uh, I'll put that website uh, on the video in the captions and, and everything, so y'all can go check that out. So support local. And uh, hopefully this uh, this show is uh, a success for Armando because he's a cool guy. He's pretty yeah. funny. I love watching him at work with the kids, and it's funny. Funny story about this guy. He'll tell the kids, you know, I promise, you know, I'll, you know, if you behave, I'll get you this, whatever, whatever, whatever. And the kids remember everything. And so a couple of weeks later, the kids will come up to Armando. Hey, remember when you told me if I behaved, you give me nope. this? Armando goes, Yeah, I told you that. But one thing you need to know about me is I'm the biggest liar you've ever met. <laughs> Like I'm not, getting, I'm not getting you anything. Kids heart yeah, broken. I love it. I love it. So souls but, crushed. But uh, Armando is that dude. I love that guy. But uh, anyways, yeah, put him on. Uh, y'all like, subscribe, share, follow. Uh, y'all go. Uh, I'm not even gonna tell Jason's right now. I'm mad at him. Uh, so <laughs> y'all go. Yeah, y'all go. Y'all go back out and. Uh, Keep an eye out for more videos from Lawrence, L-A-W underscore Lamar 25. Y'all check out uh, Top of the Dude Chain podcast. Oh, and uh, before we get out of here as well, we were actually shouted out by another podcast. Oh, nice. Uh, this is uh, Average Joe, Average Joe's Media, and the podcast is called Things You Think You Don't Care About. Hmm. Things You Think You Don't Care About. And... Uh, it's done by two guys up in the Dallas area who I I've known them for years and years and years. And, uh, th- we, I live when I lived up in Dallas, you know, we kind of had a falling out probably, probably more my fault than anything. And so we stopped talking to each other. We stopped being friends. And, uh, I haven't, I haven't spoken to this dude and probably like actually literally had a conversation with him in like 10, 12, 15 years. And uh, he hit me up the other day. He slid into my DMs, and uh, we, you know, I he sent a friend request on Facebook, so I started checking it out. Checked out the the podcast, and uh, they they shouted out <clears throat> the podcast. So we want to do the same things. You think you don't care about? I just uh, have to look it up. Yeah, their Father's Day episode. You know, they they uh, they talked about my dad because he knew my dad from church camps and all that stuff. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, we're actually talking about uh, those two coming down here in July. Nice. And uh, doing a joint, you know, they're going to record their episode while we record our episode and just kind of do it simultaneously. I think that'd be pretty cool. That'd be a good little mashup. But uh, if Jay the Young and uh, Steven don't uh, show up for that podcast, we'll have to just bring you back. But uh, anyways, y'all check them out. They're on a lot of other platforms. Things you think you don't care about. Average Joe's Media. 
and Joe's doesn't have an E in it. It's just J-O-S, Average Joe's. Oh, okay. But y'all check them out and uh, check everything else out and like, subscribe, share. And uh, until next week, man, we'll see y'all later. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.